Broadcasting from warm, sunny Florida at the downtown Newport Ritchie Sandpeak Realty Studio, this is SP Real Simple with your host, Steve Lucar. Hello. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. Why don't you introduce yourself? Well, I am Karen Roth, and... um. You're not. Got to stay nice and close on the microphone. Okay. <laughs> How's that? That's good. Sounds that's, great. That's loud. Is it loud? A little bit. I feel like you can talk normal. Okay. When it's when it's kind of loud, you don't have to like try to project too much and try to over talk. You can just kind of talk. Just okay. talk normal. Cool. So how are things? You you are a Sand Peak agent. Correct. And you're a rock star. Oh, thank you. For sure. I feel like a rock star. Well, you are. I watch what you do. Well, thank you. <laughs> How are things That's going? That's kind of scary. <laughs> ah, we keep an eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> We're always watching. <laughs> uh, things are going good. Things yeah? are going really good. Yeah. Have you noticed a slowdown? Um, <laughs> I have. I Well, I don't know that it's a slowdown or if it's a panic. Yeah. That could be a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's definitely both. Yeah. I think the important thing is to educate these buyers and sellers because if you can educate them out of this panic, we'll be yeah. fine. We'll be fine. If, they, if the buyers would realize that, yes, interest rates are up. They're, they're still probably, historically low. Exactly. They're not that bad. No, they're not no. bad at all. So, and you got to... Make moves. You got to do things. You got to. You have to go on living. You right. cannot live in fear and panic. Right. Absolutely. So yep. if you have to buy, buy. Got to yeah. sell, sell. Right. Do it. Yeah. And it's not going to get. I, I I see a lot of people saying, well, I'm just going to wait until it turns. I'm like, well, you're going to might. You might wait for two, three years. Well, and in that waiting process, things yeah. are going to go up and up and up. Right. And they're going to wish and do that. Would you, could you, should you. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's like not a lateral move. It's not like you can, you know, there's going to be a certain point where, oh, well, if I just wait, then I'll be able to sell my house for this price and I'll be able to buy that house for cheaper. It doesn't work that way anymore. No. That's there were days when that did work, but that does not happen now. Yeah, those days are long gone. Mm-hmm. However, Everybody knows what things are worth. Right. Right, and nobody wants to get ripped off. Right. So agents need to be educated as well. <laughs> well, that's a big problem. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. because they all they're looking at is that bottom line, it's and they got to stop doing that. That's a bonus when you take care of your client. Mm-hmm. The end result—that's a bonus. Yeah. Well, if you're good to people, it just comes back. Exactly. Threefold. They tell their friends. Exactly. You know. You know that. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so what's new in Karen's life? Okay, let's see what's new, what's new. Have you been traveling at all? Just a little. Oh, that's right. You just you had a trip. Yeah, we just got back from Barbados with the kids. Barbados. The kids are going to kill me. <laughs> yeah? Well, 10 o'clock is my new midnight. <clears throat> mm. And to them, 
six o'clock in the morning is like, hey, let's roll in now, grab some breakfast, get a couple hours and start all over. I'm like, yeah, you're going to kill us. <laughs> They're rolling in at 6 a.m.? Yeah. I remember those days. Oof. That was uh, like I, two or three weeks ago for me. Two or three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. See, I don't remember those days. I was a good girl. I had a 10.30 curfew the night before my wedding. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like good old Irish Catholic. curfew <laughs> for your wedding. Yep. I can't yep. even imagine that. I almost got arrested on my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we were the last ones to leave ours. Uh, we had a, we rented a house in St. Augustine, and the cops ended up showing up. And my cousin, who's an attorney, he answered the door when the cop pulled up. And the Thank cop God. said, you need to take me inside right now to talk to the owner. And my cousin goes, <laughs> yeah, right. And he slammed the door in his face. And then the cop was like, Ooh, you know, then he was pissed. So when I went out and talked to him, I had to tell him, like, look, my cousin knows the law, and you're not allowed to just come in the house. Like, he knows the rules, and you're overstepping. And, look, we're going to turn the volume down. We're going to be nice. We're going to play fair. Okay? I don't want to go to jail. This is a big night for me. I only plan on doing this once. So I don't want that story to be, yeah, and then I ended up in a jail cell. <laughs> so, exactly. So we did. We turned it down and, and calmed everything down. But, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we, we've had come. We've, we've had nights like that. So how, Back, old, are, how old are these kids? Um, oof, going to date myself. I have a 44-year-old, and I have a 40, let's say 41-year-old. Okay. Well, I'm 45. So, yep. so I could be your mom. At, they're coming in. At, <laughs> they're coming in at six a.m. Yeah, man, they're well. The one strong. night, the one night. I okay. mean, other nights they were coming in two, three, and I'm like, yeah, I can't do it, guys. Can't two, do three, it. I can do. We lasted. No we lasted a couple of times till midnight. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, no, I'm going on. I'm going back. I'm sitting in the patio in the tub, and I'll watch you guys. <laughs> you got to know your limits. Yep. There gets to a point where it's like. You stayed up too late, you partied too hard, and then that screws your whole next day up. So Not you got to, like, you got to dial it back, and you got to know your limits. Yeah, Because you gotta go gotta go your fun. I agree. I, like I agree 100%. It gets to a point where you, you're, you're up too late, and really, what good is happening at 3 or 4 in the morning? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. You're probably sitting around bullshitting with, with like, two people. Where that's going to screw like half your day up the next day where you could have actually been out having some really good time and you know doing something fun. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Barbados, what, what do you do there? Like what's the With the sandals. It was really nice. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun actually. Um, the kids, my Marine went, and of course he should have been the mayor. That's all I can say. I mean... Anywhere he goes, people just kind of flock to him. Yeah. And before you know it, we're an entourage. Mm. But it was fun. It was nice. We had a good time. Yeah. We had a real good time. That sounds fun. Yeah. Was it a cruise or? No, it was a sandals all-inclusive. Okay. I you fly highly, in? highly recommend it. Yeah, you fly into sandals. and To it, their place it, right there and on their property? Yeah, it's, it's a cruise on land. However, you can still do excursions and of course you should do them through the sandals like you would do them through the cruise line but no not me 
Mm. I'm in the pool, and here comes Captain George. He had me at hello. (laughs) (laughs) And before I know it, we're doing an eight-hour excursion all over the island. And then when I got back, I'm telling everybody about Captain George. So then Captain George is looking for me to find out, you know, you recommended like 11 couples. I'm like, well, you really did us good. So, so. You should be buying the drinks. I really? I mean, yeah. well, it's an all-inclusive, so your oh, drinks true, and everything, yeah. yeah. But yeah. we had a great, great time. He's He was wonderful. He was honest. He was open. He showed us things that probably the sandals excursion probably wouldn't have. Yeah. I'm into history. They took us to the cemeteries. They took us to an off-beaten path where any normal person would drive by and go, yeah, I'm not eating there. Mm. Those <laughs> are sometimes the best places. This was fabulous. He knew them. He knew them, and we went in there, and, oh, my God, it was delicious. It was really yeah. good. I will tell you, um, I will stop at a little podunk old boy on the side of the road cooking barbecue is usually the best barbecue. Well, I'm kind of a germaphobe, but uh, I, you know, it. I have to admit it was good. I yeah. just didn't want to look around too much. Yeah, they don't have the, <laughs> you know, the FDA regulations and stuff like we do like here. We do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I lived so. Yeah. It was exactly. All You're going to be fine. It was all good. It's not Nothing that, that the deal. alcohol couldn't kill. Exactly. There you go. That's the key. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. So um, where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up in this itty-bitty town in Palis Park, Illinois. Okay. It was fabulous. Now, where is that? Like... That is about 35 miles southwest of Chi-Town, Chicago. Southwest. All right, I'm getting my bearings here. Southwest. It is Booney Town. Okay. So you're in the country. Country bunkin'. Really? Yep. Big deer? Big. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about. I know. Big like you're in the city. There's probably no deer there. Yeah, big deer. Big yeah. deer. Yeah, but see, I'm the one that... That is up in the blind, and I run down and I write in the corn, get out, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because hunting isn't for everybody. It's not. And I know. It's not. I know. And I as really long I'm as glad because if everybody hunted, then there would be n- no wildlife for the rest of us. Correct. Because there's too many people right now. If everybody hunted, then. There well, you need to go to Georgia and you need to go to Illinois because they're over. Oh, yeah. Overpopulated have, with the deer. I used to have clubs in, um, I had a, a club in Florida, Alabama, and Georgia all at the same time. So I would go like from one to like the seasons were kind of offset and different things were starting at different times. So I would like, um, I don't know, I'd just be in, at one of them pretty much every weekend doing something different and uh, just working my way around. Georgia's really good, Alabama's really good. But there's nothing like the Midwest, Kansas, Missouri, mm-hmm. um, yep. Illinois. So there's a, a town, or not a town, it's a county called Pike County. <coughs> Pike County, Illinois was at one time, I don't know if it still is, but I know like eight or ten years ago, 
Pike County, Illinois had the the largest buck population, like doe to buck ratio, and then like the size of the bucks were really good. Like it was excellent. Eight excellent pointers. Level. Oh no, these are 10, 12, 14. Oh, wow. Like wow. these are nice. monsters. Yeah. Nice. And they they measure them by uh, mass inches. Mm-hmm. So it's weird the way they calculate it. Like they measure the circumference and that's like how they measure the score. Mm-hmm. So anything like Florida, anything over a hundred inches is, is big. I mean, up there, it's like, that's child's play. Now, what do you, know? you do after you shoot them? Me? I, uh, I mean, I process everything myself. Yeah. That's what yeah. my guy does. Yeah. I, uh, sausage, sausage hamburgers, steaks, roasts, yep. the whole thing. <laughs> You don't like it? No, no. It's very gamey. Really? Oh yeah. No matter how much no matter how much you soak the steaks in milk, they're still gamey. Really? Yeah. I um funny you should bring that up. I'm a massage ther- medical massage therapist by trade. And I remember going to I forget where it was. I think it was in Minnesota. And they had a farm to table place where it was supposed to be all organic you know the meat was grass-fed no antibiotics no nothing i figured okay i'll get a filet right they can't ruin a filet right took one bite of this and i said you know what give me the cow that's eating the jelly beans and getting all the shots <laughs> because this is awful. so you have a certain flavor in your mouth that you expect yeah. steak to taste like yeah that's that's the thing yeah yeah, I, I kind of expect it to taste like Ruth Chris or Charlie's. Or <laughs> yeah. And they're pretty good. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. But I, I feel like I've had gamey <clears throat> deer, uh, but usually when I prep it and when I do it, it doesn't taste gamey. I'll t- well, my... I'm the only one that thinks it because everybody else loves it. My son will make sausage with cheeses in it and he makes all these and and i don't know i think it's just i had like like summer sausage or you know salami and stuff like that yeah he does it all that there's no way you can taste the gaminess to it because you can't even hardly taste the meat that's what he says (laughs) it's in your head (laughs) i know it's in your head for sure and then he goes and he tells me he says mom I gave you some boar's head, and then I gave you this, and you picked mine. I'm like, I, I, I couldn't have. I, I couldn't have. <laughs> it's true. It's in your head. So whew, that makes me feel better. <laughs> it's not the meat. It's you. <laughs> now, I love lamb, and lamb, they say, is very gamey. But if you cook it in a paper bag with garlic and olive oil, it's delicious. Yeah. Delicious. I haven't, uh, I've had lamb. I don't know that I've had enough of it. Like, I don't remember when the last time I even had it. And I don't recall, like, the flavor and, and how it was. Oh, it's very tender. It has a very specific fa- flavor. Yeah. I can't quite describe it, but it's really good. Really good. I think I did. I got lamb chops or something at one point, and they were really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. 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 So uh, what was growing up in Illinois like in a oh, little old small town? It was fabulous. Well, I, I lived in Palis till eighth grade. Then we moved to Orland Park, which was the next town over. 
golf capital of the world. It was kind of a boost from no street lights and one stop sign to one street light <laughs> and a couple of stop signs. But it was it was nice. It was nice. Like I said, I, I was raised very strict, um, good old Irish Catholic. So and no fun childhood, no sneaking out and no, parties and no, no, no. Now my sisters, my brothers. They were younger? No. Well, my I had older brothers and I had younger sisters and a younger brother. And they, um, I don't know, they were stinkers. And they all went, you know, you know what they say about kids in Catholic school. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. I wasn't Catholic material. <laughs> because, and that doesn't sound good. But what I mean by that is, is I went to a public school my whole time. So then when I got to eighth grade and I went over to St. Mike's, where my folks were big with St. Mike's, I just, um, I was too honest because I thought, oh my God, if I lie, I'm going to hell. If I tell the truth, I'm going to hell. Because one of the times, I'll never forget, it's very politically incorrect, but it was, you know, these, like you shouldn't really tell the story. <laughs> Listen, it, part it, of the show is real. Keep it real. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, <laughs> this was really real. Well. And I answered incorrectly and said we'd move, if you know where I'm going. And I wouldn't care, but my dad had his own business, and um, that was 90% of his business. And many a Christmases, it was, you know, I got to run out, wait for me till I get back, and they don't have heat, and we would. But I answered incorrectly. <laughs> And I had to go in the corner. I was told I was going to hell. And I went home and I just cried and cried and cried. And I said, you got to get me out of there. I'm not Catholic material. <laughs> and they said, well, what's the problem? And I told them. So they went up to school and said, did this really happen? And yeah, it really did. And then another time, <laughs> another time I forgot to wear shorts. And here I am in my little plaid skirt and I had it rolled because I couldn't wear it to the middle of my shin, right? And I had it rolled, and she brought me up to the front of the class, and she went to pull my skirt down, but I was just an itty-bitty thing at the time, and my skirt went right down to my ankles, and there I am in my underwear in front of the whole class. So I thought, yeah, this, 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 this ain't going to work out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Well, you can't do that in public school either. Well, I know, but in public draping, school, you know, draping kids is uh, is a problem. I think that's the the bigger issue. Yeah. Why is your teacher draping you in front of the class? Right, exactly, <laughs> because my skirt was too short. It it went above my knee instead of below the knee. And Catholic schools are very, 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 very strict. Very yeah. strict. I would not have uh, fared well. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that I was a bad kid. I mean, I was an honor roll kid all through school, through grade school, middle school, high school. I mean, it was a little ridiculous. Yeah, I remember my mom, she had a uh, daycare that was uh, part of a, a big church. And then we ended up going to that church. And my mom sent me into the, like, the uh, Sunday school for the kids, you know. I go in there, and I get bored after, like, two minutes. I wait for the teacher to turn around. The second her head turned, I was out the door, gone. <laughs> yep. And then they're looking for me. And uh, 
I'll never forget my mom coming out because I had already watched. I climbed. I knew how to get on the roof. I climbed up on the roof, and I'd go from side to side, and I'd see them come around the one side. So I'd go to the other side, and then they'd go over there, and they they never saw me. But I heard my mom yelling, "Stevie, where are you at? Stevie, you're embarrassing me!" Mm. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh crap!" Darn, now I feel bad. They pulled my mom out of church, and I'm I just didn't want to be there. So, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want to affect everybody else. I just didn't want to be there. That's exactly how I was. So, yeah, then I'm like, all right, I'll get down. I'm like, here I am. Like, what the hell are you doing on the roof? Are you kidding me? Then I got in more trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, other than, like, After school, so you, you go to Catholic school mm-hmm. until what age? Oh, I only made Catholic school about two months. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Then I went right back into the public. <laughs> I mean, what grade level is this? Eighth grade. Eighth and grade. And then graduated with honors okay. and then went right into high school. Okay. All right. How was high school life? Awesome. I was, I believe it or not, and don't laugh, try to hold back. Believe I'll it, laugh now. So believe laugh it or not, I was actually very shy. Oh, very, yeah? very shy. Yeah, I kind of kept to myself. I was in cheerleading. We had a band. <laughs> I had a band. And um, was in dance and, you know, all these things kind of away from the school except for cheerleading. And was really kind of shy. was really kind of uh, shy. But Usually cheerleaders it. are not shy. That's kind of like know. the opposite. They're supposed to, like, cheer and, like, well, I was very, very athletic, and yeah, we did do that. But then afterwards, it was like it was like I had dual personalities. Yeah, did what I had to do there, and then poof, got quiet. Put your your game face on, did your job, got and it. afterwards, it's like okay, yeah, don't now, talk to me. Now back to Karen. Yeah. <laughs> so this whole new Karen thing, how's life as a Karen? Now everyone's like, oh, don't be a Karen. Oh, it cracks me up. But you're like a nice person, and you're not oh, like totally not you. a Karen. No, no. I'm not a Karen, and I crack up when people say that because I'm like, and your name is? Yeah. <laughs> and it matters. Like, it really doesn't. It's so I, funny. No, it is. It is. But you're definitely not. Oh, I can say thank that. Thank you. A hundred percent. Oh, thank you. No, I, I, I love people too much, yeah. and I'm always going for the underdog too much, and I know. No. Well, you're not a. Uh, you're not I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny that you were shy then, <coughs> and now you're, I would say, fairly outspoken, and oh, you're very. very vocal oh, I'm making up for lo- lost time yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like that's the way it is. Like if you grow up sheltered, mm-hmm. when you when you get older, then you go wild, or if you grow up like just crazy obnoxious and then you crazy calm down. yeah and then you're right, like so right. mellow and you right well like i said i keep telling my husband i am making up for lost time yeah because i lost out on an awful lot <laughs> yeah well there you go mm-hmm. that's fun yeah yeah it is you're having a good time i am having the time of my life well that's great you know hers don't have a luggage rack <laughs> <laughs> go the same way you came in <laughs> yeah naked and broke yep yep exactly <laughs> Oh, shoot. Yeah, exactly. So after high school, you go to college? I was going to college while I was in high school. Well, dual enrollment type thing, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. My kid's doing that. A lot yeah. of 
That's a, a big deal now. That's a huge step up in life. Like, that's a lot of crap you don't have to deal with. Yeah. It's just like a head start. Right. It's very smart. Mm-hmm. I never could have done that. I mean, I probably could have if I'd applied <laughs> myself, but uh, I was too busy having fun. Yeah, I was, um, I went to school half a day, and then I worked half a day at one of the schools because I was going to be a teacher, and then at night and every other day I was in junior college. Okay. Yeah. So you you worked at the school as a teacher? Yes. Part-time? I was a teacher's aide. A teacher's aide. For special needs kids. Oh, that is interesting. So my mom did that for, I don't know, Years and years and years. She retired. She was a um, ESE teacher. And uh, the stories. Oh. These smokes. Well, I didn't last very long at that because, um, how do I say this tactfully? Again, keeping <laughs> it real. Um, a lot of your blue states are very highly union. Mm-hmm. And I always looked older than what I actually was. And I had left high school went to go help out and cross the picket line. And you would have thought that I killed their firstborn. Wow. And that's when I realized they're not here for the students. They're not here for the kids. They're not here for the kids. And no matter how much I tried to tell them, I'm not, you know, I'm in high school. I'm here to help the special needs kids. And these were kids that had surgeries and were out of school for a long time and I was helping them catch up and get back up to where the rest of the classes were, or they were students that had autism or students that had, I'm going to say behavioral problems, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to caveat that with, I've never met a kid that's bad. I've met a a lot of lousy parents, Mm -hmm. but this label that they give these kids really irks me. Yeah. Yeah, because they all have potential. They do, and, and there's a reason them, they're acting out. And I don't think any of them mean <coughs> ill will, and they don't no, want they don't. to cause problems. I think they it's, don't wake up in the morning and say in the mirror, "Oh, how can I disrupt the class today?" Right. There's nine times, nine out of ten times, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. It's identifying their triggers, things that are affecting them negatively. Exactly, uh, and it's communication, communication skills, talking with them one-on-one. And I used to to have a ball. I used to have a ball with those kids. I miss them dearly. Yeah. Miss them dearly. I have a special needs kid. I know you do. Yeah. Yes. So I go to their school and I see And I live vicariously through your pictures. (laughs) He is adorable. Absolutely adorable. He's fun. You should hear the stories of this past weekend. Oh, I could have Oh, mentioned. my gosh. My other son's birthday. So he, we've been trying to get the one of the stilt houses out here in the Gulf. Uh-huh. Uh, I got some friends that have the stilt houses, and we were, we've been trying to do, like, an overnight with his friends and stuff. And mm-hmm. we finally got the one stilt house, <coughs> and all the friends, like, didn't have baseball and soccer and all this different stuff. So we worked it out. So we all go out there. And uh, Tyler, he, um, he, let's see, what was the, f- well, I can't even tell the first story. The first story is really Keeping bad. it real. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he understands the things that he s- says. Like, he's starting to watch, like, 
some inappropriate shows like South Park and different things. And mm-hmm. I don't think he understands, like, when he says certain things, I don't think he realizes what he just said. He just, I'll just tell the story. So, you know, he's 14. He's hairy, hairier than me. And he's a big kid. And so he's sitting there with no shirt on. And he has his arms up in the air. And uh, my buddy Sims, he goes, man. Or no, he said something. And he goes, oh, look at, listen to that voice. Your voice is cracking. You, you're hitting some puberty, huh? And, and he goes, yeah, whatever. And he lifts his arms up. And he goes, oh, my gosh, your armpits. Look how hairy you are. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah. Well, you should see my dick. <laughs> I was like, I, my jaw just dropped, and my buddy Sam starts fucking dying laughing. I mean, he's laughing so hard. He can't even believe that it came out of his mouth. Steve, Steve, that is just the beginning. You have two boys. I yeah. have two boys. Yeah. What one don't think of, the other one will, and vice versa. I will never in my entire life forget when I was potty training him. And my husband was helping, and he would bring him in, and here we are. Christmas dinner. There must be 90 people there. And my son's got to go to the bathroom. And Dan says, okay, I'll take him. He comes out and he sits down. And my mother looks at him and says, honey, everything okay? Did you wash your hands? He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm just I'm just a little upset. And my mother looks at him and says, well, why? He goes, I don't know. He says, I stand next to Dada. And why did he get the bigger one? <laughs> And everybody at the table. And I'm like, oh, honey, honey, it'll be okay when you get older. (laughs) So trust me when I say, yeah, what you're just in the beginning. Wait, it gets, and and when they start dating and when homecoming comes and when, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tyler, you know, he's special. Oh. And he, uh, he just, there's nonstop stories with him. Oh, yeah. So later, like the next day, um, we, uh, I'm getting ready. I called in wings to Hooters, and I was going to go pick wings up. And uh, right as I'm doing that, the you know, kids are all running around. They're playing football and stuff on the on the dock around the whole place and jumping in the water and everything. So um, I call in the wings, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to jump in the boat and go. And I was like, anyone want to go with me? And everyone's like, no, 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 we're staying. I'm like, all right. Um, and I'm like, where's Tyler at? And everyone's like, I, I don't know. I'm like, so I told Colton, I go, go find your brother. Make sure he's okay. I'm going to go get wings. I jump in the boat. I start leaving. And Colton's like, we can't find Tyler anywhere. I'm like, oh, crap. So I stop. And I see him underneath the stilt house. He's under the stilt house. I already yelled at him because I don't want him crawling on the pilings, getting cut up and stuff like that. So I'm like, so I yell at him. I'm like, hey, what are you doing under there? I told you not to be under there. Come on, get over here. And uh, he's swimming over to the boat. As he's swimming over to the boat, I hear uh, Colton going, um, we were trying to look in the in the bathroom. So they have like an outhouse, uh, like off. So you got this main stilt house, and then there's like a dock that goes kind of out a little bit, and they have like an enclosed outhouse and there's literally it's an outhouse i mean you have uh like a, a bench with a toilet seat and it open like you look down it goes straight to the water and i'm thinking 
what do you mean the outhouse is locked? And and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's, we can't get in. And I'm like, okay, he's under the stilt house, and that's locked. Pretty sure he climbed through the toilet hole. Oh, no, no, no. Or something. So he gets on the boat. I go, hey, were you in the in the bathroom? And he's like, um, I go, listen, I'm going to be super pissed off if you lie to me. If you don't lie to me, I'm going to be mad, but we'll get through it. But don't freaking lie to me. And he just kind of shook his head like, oh, man. Um, yeah, I was in there. I go, did you lock the door and then climb through the toilet? Yeah, I did. I'm like, oh, my God. I go, how the hell are we going to get in there to unlock the door? And he's like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking. I just saw the water, and I was like, look at, oh, there's fish down there. I just climb right through here. So he climbed right through there. He freaking oh. scuffed his arms up and oh. got his leg on the oysters. I had to clean his leg up. He's all bleeding everywhere. Boys. Yeah. That's my animals yeah. since they're young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this was is my mantra have all you, life. Have you ever heard of like uh, apes and stuff? Like when a new male kind of moves in, like they go through and like kill all the babies. It's crazy. Like yeah, the way their yeah. genetics and stuff work. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yep. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it it it. You have to have a strong stomach to raise boys. You know what though? I think it's a lot easier overall. Well, it is. <laughs> with boys, you only got to worry about one. one dick. So with girls, you got to worry about all, all the, the dicks. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my husband's line. <laughs> yep. And they have outdoor plumbing. It's like, oh, you gotta go to the bathroom. Just go right there. Go mm-hmm. over there on the on the tree. Yep. So easy. Mm-hmm. You can pee in a bottle. Throw it, you know, just whatever. Except when the neighbor's constantly calling and saying, Danny's whipping his, and he's yeah. piddling on all my flowers. So then mom has this brainstorm, and I said, you know, you can't do that. These birds are going to think that that's a worm. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of cured it for a while. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. It's funny changing diapers when they're little, and it's like, they like look Incoming. at you like they look at you like and they get this little <laughs> smile on their face like oh I'm gonna squirt I'm yep. gonna squirt them right in the face. <laughs> you gotta put the little bell thing over there or put something over it or they're yep. gonna get you. And they always do. They try. I mean, mm-hmm. we learned. I learned pretty quick, real quick. Pull it off. Put the little thing over top. Yep. And then he's got the look in his face like. <sighs> And he's like, why, why, why isn't it working? Why am I all warm? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Joke's on you, buddy. Right. I wouldn't change it for the world, though. They were the best. Yeah. They still are. Yeah. You know, partying so, with your older kids is like partying with the best parts of you and your husband. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at what you raised. You're yep. hanging out with, uh, yep. with your product. Yes, yes. Yeah. So do they have uh, wives and kids? And They do. They do. Both of the kids, and it was funny because they went to our high school. So they were all, oh, I can't believe that's your mom. Oh, yeah, I figured that's your dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was the good girl. He was the bad boy. 
with the, you know, rolled up T-shirts, the fast cars, the ladder bars. The, and mm. he went to school only half a day. And he worked. So you guys um, met in high school? Yeah. yeah. Wow, what yeah. grade? Um, well, <laughs> I was 14 when I first got into school. But he followed me around. He stalked me for about oh. six months. I didn't know, unbeknownst to me. And finally, he um, came up to me and asked me out. And I said, why did you take so long? He goes, because you're from the other side of the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so he so, didn't text you or put uh, no. Facebook you or no, anything like that? No, no, no. <laughs> those were not the days no, for that. No, those yeah. weren't the days for that. This you was couldn't even page fashion. anyone back then. Um, yeah, pagers were there. <laughs> did you have pagers? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Pagers were there. <laughs> not that old. <laughs> But, yeah, pagers were there. But, yeah, he's the only boy I've ever known. Wow. Yeah, we are soulmates. And I wake up and I fall in love with them all over again. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree. Congratulations. I agree. Going on 46 years. 46 years. Yes. I'm almost 46 myself. Yeah, yeah. My entire life you've known him, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. That's good. And you're still happily... Very happily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than that. Oh, I know. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Couldn't imagine dating today. Me neither. I, I watched friends of mine and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. There is some craziness going on. Crazy, uh, psychotic, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, you got to swipe and do all this different stuff. Swipe? Yeah, you better do way. more than swipe because you don't know what it's identifying as. Mm. Like. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. I'm telling you. And, <laughs> you got to do the old uh, Crocodile Dundee cup check. Right? And <laughs> as naive as I was growing up, because I'm making up for lost time now, um, we travel a lot. And I remember this one time, and I, we were in our 20s, late 20s, and... We were down in Key West, of all places, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing this girl in this, I mean, skin-tight blue dress all open down the sides, nothing left to the imagination, gorgeous. And, of course, I'm like, Dan, Dan, look at that girl. I said, she is gorgeous. And he goes, yeah, and look at the size of her shoes and the size of that Adam's apple. (laughs) I'm like, Uh, no way. I said, I'm jealous. She has better nails, better makeup than me. He, yeah. she, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. You don't know what they're identifying as. Right I was now. down there. Uh, my buddy JJ, he's a little bit wild, obnoxious. Um, he uh, he's a he's a wild one. Kind of kind of crazy. So he comes up. We were on the streets doing whatever and got separated. He comes running up. And was like, hey hey um. These freaking, uh, I, I just got almost got jumped. We need to go over there and, and take care of some business. And I'm like, what happened? He goes, these these guys were freaking messing with me and um, they were screwing with me. And and I was like, oh shit, all right, so let's yeah, let's go. And we start walking, and he goes, yeah, that's them over there across the street. And I'm like, dude, those are they're drag queens. And he's like, yeah. Well, they were talking shit, and they were doing this, and then the one freaking pushed me or whatever. I'm like, that chick in the dress is 6'5", and probably weighs 250, 
and I am not getting the shit beat out of me by a guy in a dress. Not happening. Right. I'm like, I hear take you. your lumps. We're going home because yep. I'm not getting involved in none of I'm that. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. I um when I was um. I've done so many things, but one of the times I was doing ship inspections for Carnival, and I'm down there with a bunch of girls, and we were down on South Beach, and I'm 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 telling you, I have never, and I love to people watch, I have never seen anything like this in my life. Sometimes that the the, the getups that they wear, yeah, and you're trying to figure out, and of course my husband always says, look at the feet and look for the Adam's apple. <laughs> But the hands sometimes, too. The, yeah, and the hands. Sometimes they'll have that shaved. Yeah, they have that shaved down, but they are. That's wild. interesting. They're wild. They're wild. Yeah. So I guess I don't remember this, but my dad tells me the story. When I was five years old, we went down to Key West, and um, we were at Sloppy Joe's, and we're standing there. I don't remember what we're doing, but I'm standing there, and I guess I said. Dad, Dad, that that guy's wearing a dress. And my dad's like, shut up. And my dad's, he's 6'5", 260, jacked, especially at that age. You know, when I was five, he was still playing basketball and ripped up. He was shredded. And he was just a big, giant dude. And he was like, shut up. That guy's going to be my <laughs> Like, shut up. And uh, the guy was bigger than him. Could probably take them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, why is that guy wearing a dress? <laughs> Out loud, and he's like, just grabbing me, like, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my kids have, my, my, my kids have come out with some things, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's just the world we live in. And well, people exactly. do what they do. And the thing is, is again, you know, conversation. You just got to have the conversation with them. Yeah. They know it's different. If we know it's different and crazy, can yeah. you imagine what's going through their minds? Yeah. I mean, I wonder, like, when the urge to do that is so real, like, especially, like, when I was young, when I was five years old, take that guy, and I guess he was, like, a a big black dude that was, like, 300 pounds and, like, six eight or something. Like, just think of what's going through their their minds and like their mental state where they're like, I feel like I need to do this. And all the backlash that they think that they're going to get or that the, you know, that I don't know, it's gotta be difficult for someone in that situation that like feels that way. Um, Cause there's going to be people that are going to look at them differently or oh, they're yeah, going to yeah. critique them. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, I feel like there's there's a place where people get mentally where they just um I don't know like you got to go with your gut and go with how you feel. And you might not agree with it. Right. And right. it's not for everybody. Right, right. But you know, like for me, I like girls boobs <laughs> and in a world where that's not accepted i would not know how to feel like i would probably be like if i was in a different place where i was thinking man i, I like girls and i like this type of girl 
and there's no, there's like, it's not a actual thing. And I would be outcast for feeling the way I feel. I just don't know how, you know, that's just gotta be a difficult situation to be in. I think you're right in, in certain, certain ways. But I also feel too that they can blend in. They can blend in. It's when you are. They project. Yeah. When you're constantly, I have nothing against them. I love them. I love yeah. them. I, I, I love to be around them. I love the way they, their outlook on life. Mm-hmm. But when they start projecting, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't need a week. And I didn't hijack a flag. Mm-hmm. And I don't shove it down anybody's throat, my heterosexual yeah. feelings. I don't want it shoved down mine. Right. And I don't want you standing behind it like a badge. Because I don't. I don't stand right. behind mine like a badge. I don't go, oh, I didn't get that job because I'm a hetero. Oh, I didn't. They're picking on me because I'm a hetero. No. No. It doesn't. I don't, yeah. It doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. Everybody is created equal. Yeah. Everybody's made in the likeness of him. And last yeah. time I checked, he didn't make no junk. I feel like, especially with work, say like work situations or really any situation, you should be treated on the way you perform exactly. and the way you do things. It and the should way not, you treat people. It shouldn't be a race. There nope. shouldn't be. I don't even know why. You have applications. They still have, what's your race on an application? Why is that even there? What's your sex? What difference does it make? I always put lots. <laughs> lots of sex. <laughs> That's my favorite. Lots. <laughs> so I don't even know why that, like, if that's, that's something that is always like uh, a stigma, like, oh, I didn't get that job because of my race. Why is race even on the, on the application? It shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be. And there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be a lot of it. Now we're yeah. getting now we're getting political, and oh, I gotta I be and I gotta I be know. careful I because know. I really I identify as being real skinny. Clearly, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But hey, here's the thing: if you wanna identify whatever you want, that's fine. Just don't expect me to participate in your fantasy world. Right. That's all. Yeah. Do what well, you gotta do. I'll tell you. Have a, funny a ball. Story. My uh, sister-in-law was here. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and their school board in Kansas City approved um, human size um, litter boxes for the schools. Yep, for the they furries. did it in Illinois too. For these furries, I didn't even know what they were till my granddaughter, who's twenty year old, said, "Oh yeah, they're cats. They're using it litter boxes. They identify and, as a cat. Yeah, and that's so, where they poop and pee." I feel like okay, fair's fair. You have vaccine mandates. Are, are these are have they had all their um, vaccinations? Distemper. Have they uh, been neutered and spayed? Have they been? Uh, you know, are they on their flea and tick medicine correctly? Like, right. if we're gonna go there, do we Let's go all the go way there, there or right. is there a line? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, Steve. Yeah, there's always a line. There's always agenda. There's always a. Hmm. We didn't think this out, did we? Yeah. Well, that doesn't. I don't like that, so I don't, I don't want that. that. Exactly. Yeah, cat food tastes like shit. So uh, I want the regular people food when I go to the lunch. 
but I also want to be able to take a leak in the litter box. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work both ways. No, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I don't it's know. Kinda, it's really it's, weird. It is. It's kind of crazy. I don't know what kind of world I've, we're living in. And, and, and here's the thing. The more we allow, the more it's going to get crazier. Yeah, or you let the weirdos do their thing, and then they kind of exactly. The more you sensationalize it, and the more I think the that's the problem is the sensational sensationalizing of these weird things. When you bring it to light, then there people go, "Oh, well, yeah, they should have their own litter box." But if you don't bring it to light, then they go, "Oh, most people think this is a stupid idea." You wearing right. a tail to school and and cat ears and purring around and acting like and scratching my head like a freaking cat. Yeah, you know it's nothing. Then if no one's paying attention to them, they'll stop doing it. Right. Well, then they just get more outspoken. I, I think, think that they would. I I think. I think you know what I think that you know. Give them a class. Here's the cat class. <laughs> Well, then Here's you gotta, the donkey then you have, class. Who's the cat teacher? And like, well, you gotta like, uh, there's so many. It should be, if you're identifying as a cat, well, then you don't go to. And you need to go to Petco. School. You need to go to Petco. Yeah. Instead of school. You need a you need a trainer. Exactly. A cat trainer. Exactly. You need to go to the circus or something. Right. Right. I mean, if you want to be a teacher, you go to a special school where they're going to teach you to become a teacher. Yeah. If you want to become a cat or a dog or a, then you need to go to Petco. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we've solved the world problems. <laughs> <laughs> or did we? Might have made it work. <laughs> Might have made it work. Uh, yeah. Next will be Sandpig Shutdown for the Political Podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll have to change the name. <laughs> a whole new podcast coming soon. Right. <laughs> now you do. Hey, we keep it real. This is real. Yeah, well, this we're is keeping real it real. This is just our opinions. Correct. Everyone's and they're open like, to their opinion. They're like airplanes. If this was an airport. They're like buttholes. Everyone's wow, going. Everyone's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's what's on the agenda for you? Um, Let's see. What's on the agenda for me? Well, I just got back, so I'm going to bury my head deep into work. Yeah. Deep into work. I want to get well, some going. Well, we have some new stuff going. That's There's what some I'm pretty hearing. cool, uh, pretty cool stuff we're kicking off. That's yeah. going to be really awesome. Yeah, but I'm excited about it. This Dubco or Dub or Dub, yeah. Now, is that in our toolbox or is that something extra you get on your own? Um, you can. We'll show you. You do get it on your own. It's kind of your own account, mm-hmm. but it integrates with a lot of the stuff that we're doing. I see. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like Videolicious. It's yeah, it's it's a it's a way to integrate your video stuff into your mm-hmm. uh, all your real estate stuff. Right, it's really cool. We we got so much stuff going on. Cool, good. It's gonna be a training. It's gonna be a learning curve, but once you get it down, it's like wow, this mm-hmm. just made my life so easy. I can do so much stuff. Reach out to so many people and minimal work. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. That's the idea. Cool. Work less. Play more. Money. Well, you got to make money and then you play. Well, <laughs> I'm making money while I play. There you go. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Now, your husband, he's a um, general contractor. Yep. Does he do like 
remodel stuff, or is he mostly... Well, funny you should ask. We came down 22 years ago, 9-11, to retire. Um, Of course, we both realized that we were too young, or he was too young. Um, And um, my folks had five or six places down at Clearwater Beach, and it was coming up on their 50th wedding anniversary. So we found out which was their favorite one, and we completely redid it. And everybody and their brother was down there by his truck. Take a look at mine. Take a look at mine. Take a look at mine. In Illinois, where we came from, he did commercial, residential, and um, restaurants. He did, um, and of course, I'm dating myself again, the band Sticks. Yeah. He built their house. And he did quite a few of the restaurants up there, Sizzlers. Went all the way to Guam to do a Sizzler. And... um, Guam? The country? Like... Guam, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even know they had that there. And um, Sizzlers, TCBYs. And um, came down here then. And like I said, he reinvented himself. Now he does a lot of... um, Big remodels, big remodels on the beach, big re- big remodels in Bel Air. Um, he was just at the Bayou Club. Um, he did a big remodel there. So then I reinvented myself, and I went back to school, and I became a medical massage therapist and was the president for the state of Florida for about six years and um, loved it, taught the students. I went into teaching the students how to interact and work with doctors and did all of their medical conferences. And then we were hoping to get my Marine. Once my Marine came out, we were going to give him the business and do our retirement then. And that never worked out. You say my Marine, that's your son. Yeah, that's okay. my oldest. Okay. Yeah, that's my oldest <laughs> boy. And um, he opened up his business in the middle of the pandemic. Um, he's Gatewood Builders tile and flooring my husband is gatewood builders inc and this kid is just blown it away just blown it away he went working he was started working with um two builders now he's working with about six eight builders and he's just killing it doing fabulous so um now he um yeah, he does a lot of remodel. And then my other son came to me Thanksgiving six years ago and said, Hey, Mom, why don't you get your real estate license? I said, What do I want to do that at this time in my life for? He goes, Well, I'm going to be transferred and I can help you. You can help me. We can help Dad. And I'm like, Jay, as long as I don't have to go to school for a long time. He goes, No, you don't. It's two weeks and you start Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I know signed you up. Bob Hogue. Uh, so I got my license and went to work for Berkshire right away. Wow. And loved it, loved it. I, I have a different why than a lot of people. You know, I, I'm in a very fortunate situation that I do it because I love it, not because I have to. If I had to do it, I'd probably starve. Yeah. But um, I'm very fortunate that, that, I can pick and choose, I can take my time, I can, you know, really go to the wall, or I can just, you know, pack up and do some traveling and then come back, but now I'm ready. I'm ready, you know, I, you go big or go home, 
is is yeah. my theory. So I want to really kind of hit it hard for the next couple of years, see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to like build, like have agents under you at some point? Um, yeah. Probably not a bad idea, but I, that's not my goal. I mean, it wasn't one of my goals. I mean, I'm all for um, helping anybody that needs the help or if they want to do open houses or, you know, me giving them masterminding with them and networking with them and trying to get them going and started because, um, you know, it's it's not easy for somebody starting out. That's for sure. I'm, again, very fortunate because a lot of my husband's clients will call me up and say, hey, you said your wife is in real estate or my son will, you know, send me clients or I get a lot of refer. Right now I'm getting a lot of referrals, a lot of referrals from the, well, we're going to go political again, blue states <laughs> <laughs> wanting to come down here. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, yeah. this is a popular state. It most certainly is. And, you know, we're going to wind up breaking off and falling in the ocean if any more come in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sure we will. We just got to do something with some of these roads. You know? It's getting busy. It, I think they um, probably like 54 and 41 needs to probably be an overpass. Yeah. yeah. Um, Holidays, a mess. Well, they're talking about doing that in a 19 there. Yeah. From Clearwater to Palm Harbor. Mm. I hope that's a ways off. Because here's the sad thing about that. It's 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 great for traffic control, but it hurts all the little businesses. Oh, yeah. Kills them. Yeah, people can't get to them. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. miss them. They, like, just drive right past. They right past them, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I've I've reinvented my hills many a times. I I've done many things. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> well, you're doing pretty good in real estate. I see you keep that up. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Like <laughs> I said, I'm I'm very very fortunate. Very fortunate. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing all the success, Aww, and thank all you. the things that you're going to do in the future. Thank you. You've got a thank bright you. bright future. Mm, thank you. No problem. Well, I say we uh, call it quits. Wow. Just well, when I was an get, hour. Just, you see, time flies when you're having fun. I know. You know, get yep. talking about them kids. I could talk forever. It's funny. I've asked so many people to come on the podcast. It's not that difficult. You just yeah. sit in and you talk. Yeah. And everyone's so intimidated. I don't know and if they're intimidated or if they are... You know, I it, feel like they're nervous that they're not going to be able to talk for an, an hour amount of time. Yeah. But when you sit like this, yeah. we just had a conversation. Yeah. 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 We'll have to start doing some role play. Yeah. Role play in that. Of course, that sounds kinky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know but, about that. I am but, married. Just so you know. No, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, is I think 90% of the problems with a lot of the brand new agents is they're afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. You got to get used to it. You're in a position where if you get rejected, it doesn't hurt you. No, you got to get used to it. Yeah. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of times too, that person that rejected you, you were gonna have a freaking shit time with them to, anyway. They were gonna be a problem. Exactly. And you probably avoided a lot of stress yeah. in your life. But we ought to come up with little scripts. 
you know, yeah. for one person to ask these questions. Okay, I'm going to be the seller. You're going to be the agent. And, you know, what's your commission? I, I love it when the commission mm-hmm. one comes up. Because so many people are like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll bring it down to four. I'll bring it down to five. No way. If you don't know your worth. Right. I always tell them, if you want a Walmart agent, call Keller Williams. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, no now talking that, trash right, about other they people. Should you know, that, okay, that. can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to edit there is that tons of good Keller Williams. There is, there's awesome, awesome. You know what's really interesting is that you look at every brokerage, right? There's, there's good top, and bad in all. There's of them. top performers. There's high quality agents, pretty much in every firm. Right, right, um, but. I just, I say that because I have a problem with one Keller Williams agency. <laughs> well, I'm doing a home, I'm doing an open house and, you know, he called up and it was my listing, called up and he says, you know, hey, Karen, can I look at it? And I went out of my way and I'm like, yeah, sure. I said, what time do you want to come down? Well, you know, it's going to be like at 10 o'clock at night. And I said, don't worry about it. It's vacant. I said, yeah, come on down. And I let him in and I was having an open house the following day. He left all of his flyers. <laughs> With this house, but just he branded it. And I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. So I call him up, and I'm like, hey, John, you know, what's going on here? He goes, what? I said, I think you forgot something at my listing. And he goes, what? I said, all your flyers with my house, and you branded it? He goes, oh, Karen, I'm sorry. It wasn't on purpose. I said, oh, I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah, how do you print those out? Like, that's not on accident. Yeah, think. <laughs> and knowing I'm having an open house the next day. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, where are you at? Also, I'll be more than happy to drop them off, or you maybe you can come pick them up. I'd and, say they're on the side of the house in the garbage can. And he says, well, um, he says, no, you can throw them out. I said, yeah, that's probably a good idea, because I'm going to have it sold this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's ballsy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Wow. A little bit. Wow. But you run into it, and again, it, it was funny, but I've never forgotten it. See, subconsciously, yeah. I'm still there's, angry. There's definitely a, such a wide mix. I mean, there's so many realtors that there's a realtor pretty much at every walk of life that you could think of from um, extremely smart, sophisticated, talented um musicians mm-hmm. um oh yeah crackhead people that you're like how do you have a license you are literally a drug addict it's been arrested several times still an agent um people that have never sold a house in 20 years but they're still a realtor um i mean there's it's just such a wide variety it's such a huge mix of people because yeah, you know, there's just you can't throw a stick around here without hitting a realtor. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, you know, you're gonna get your good and your bad. With everything and anything. Yeah. Doctors, lawyers, Indian chiefs. Yeah. yeah. There's the good ones and there's the bad ones. Yep. We just have to stand out as the good ones. Right. That's all. Yeah. Well, I think we do a good job of that. I think we do too. I really, really do. And I think that we got a great tribe. And I think that everybody is in it to help each other. You know, the quickest way to the top is helping somebody else out along the way. Yep. Because they're going to be real quick to 
Say, yeah. hey, you yeah. help me, I help you. Yeah. And you help me, and I helped you. And then it's like exactly. a big. Exactly. And before you know it, you're all top producers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you ever need anything, I'm a phone call away. Thank you. I appreciate it. Same here. And Mike I usually you. is really good about answering his phone, but if he's not, then, you know. I've got you I both know. on speed dial. Oh, well, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to cut it off here. All righty. Well, so this, this was great. This was, was painless. Yeah. yeah, it was fun talking with you, too. I can't believe it went so quickly. I know, right? Oh. We could keep going and going, but right. I don't think that's a good idea. We'll save this one. We'll save it for another time. Sounds good. All right. Podcast 2.0. There you go. (laughs) It's been real, and we kept it simple. Who's Who's next? next?